Welcome to Share Truth Apply Scripture. I'm Jordan Shambly, joined as always by the one and only Cedra Sarton. Hey, hey. that's my official title now. I'm going to have my name legally changed. You're going to put, put it on LinkedIn. Only. LinkedIn is yeah. going to be the one and only Cedra Sarton. I think that'll I think that'll bring a lot of traffic. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they see the one and only, woo. Yeah. I think you probably are. I don't think that there's anyone else in the world named Cedra Sarton. Oh, uh, that's a possibility. Yeah, we'll have to but do a quick Google there's search. There's a lot of people. <laughs> So, who knows? Right. If um, your name is Cedra Sarton as well, please email us at engagefa.net yes, to prove us wrong. And if you want to know more about us, mm-hmm. go to engagemagazine.net where you can connect with us through social media. Choose your platform that you prefer that we use. You can also see our YouTube channel and you can listen to our past podcast. Mm-hmm. So, And if you want a copy of our newest magazine that was just recently released, just click the magazine tab at the top where you can sign up. It's super easy. It's free. And uh, so you'll get your complimentary copy of that magazine. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thank you for that awesome segue. Um, we are not alone here in studio. We have with us Pastor Joseph Parker, and I am thrilled to have you in studio with us. Thank you for so much for being mm-hmm. to, with us today. Great to be with you, Jordan and Cedra. Well, thank you for coming. So, uh, Mm -hmm. Pastor Joseph has been with AFA for a number of years, Mm -hmm. and he has a radio program that he does as well called Hour of Intercession. And so, Pastor Joseph, why don't you tell people how they can listen to you? Okay. Well, of course, they can listen on AFR uh, on the talk stations. And uh, we uh, we air from 3 to 4 a.m. early in the morning. Lots mm-hmm. of folks are asleep, but lots of folks are actually awake as well. But also you can catch the podcast if you happen not to be awake. But the Hour of Intercession is a program largely about teaching believers to become prayer warriors and about discipleship, growing stronger in our walk with the Lord. Wow. And that's perfect. That's perfect. That that really does align very well with the heart of engage as well. Because I mean, as this as this show is called, is share truth and apply scripture, and that really is. I mean, that's what discipleship is, and what you're talking about is reaching out to people and and really uh, coming alongside them and building them up in the Word. Um, that's really what we seek to do as well. And along those same lines, we're 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 here to talk to you about this new project that uh, that AFA is working on, and and that really is a project that we hope uh, you guys who are listening can take and apply in your lives and 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 work on yourselves with your children. Or if you're if you are a young person yourself and you want to take part in this, we hope that you're able to. This is the Ten Commandments project. Yeah, is and this the now is this the second time? That this has been done, or well, actually, it's it's not so much the second time; it's an expansion of the program because yeah. the, the program itself, the the projects was started probably about three and a half years ago, mm-hmm. and it's been ongoing. Uh, but we expanded to include a new dimension. The, initially, the project was where uh, we had some T-shirts printed up that had the Ten Commandments written on the back and Scripture on the front, a beautiful T-shirt, and we would do two aspects of the program. One was where we would have teaching sessions where we would for, for about a four-week period go to like a local uh, boys and girls club or a local church and for four weeks share 
the meaning, mm. teach the meaning of the Ten Commandments practically to young people, and we'd use movie clips, music videos, movie trailers to help as a teaching tool, but teaching them in a way where they can grasp it. Also, we'd challenge them to memorize the Ten mm. Commandments, and they would get a free T-shirt with the Ten Commandments on the back of it when they did that. Uh, but also, very simply, even if kids don't get to be a part of the teaching sessions, if they'll memorize in short form the Ten Commandments and recite them to their parent or their uh, grandparent, all we need is a phone call from that parent or grandparent and say, my child recited the Ten Commandments. They're medium-sized. This is their mailing address, and we would mail them a T-shirt. So that was the early portion of the yeah. program that's been going on for a period of time. In just recent uh, weeks, we uh, undertook a second portion of it, or a third portion of it, to where we put together a speech contest, and AFA has provided um, a monetary gift schedule of uh, prizes for first through fifth places. Mm -hmm. Every participant will get a free T-shirt, at least, but first through fifth places will get a monetary prize as well. Mm -hmm. But basically, we're asking the young person to write a speech about one of the Ten Commandments, and it's a it's kind of a what I would call a bold discipleship project to engage youth in such a way to where they have to, well, it, to just a tribute to the the name of the ministry, Engage, mm-hmm. helps them engage God's Word in a very dramatic way. And I've been very encouraged to see how the kids that have gotten involved so far have done just that, read the Word, engage it, put together a speech, presented speeches as well. Wow. That's and great. And speaking of those speeches, <laughs> um, here is an example that we have. It's about a minute long, and I want you guys to check it out real quick. The commandment that means the most to me is honor your mother and father. It is important to honor your parents because it is pleasing to God. We have to listen to and obey them. We cannot be ugly or rude to them because that will not make God happy. We want to make sure that everything we do is pleasing to God. We have to do what we are told even when we don't want to. This is important because we want to make it to heaven. I will always do my best to honor my mama and my dad. I will even listen to other grown-ups as well. All right. This is a really – I love this project. I feel like it's it's such an extremely important thing too. I mean w- – for us Christians who maybe we've we've been Christians for a little while and we've gone to church and you know we've we've been living the Christian life for a little while, um, the familiarity that we have with the Ten Commandments, which we should be familiar, mm-hmm. but we can tend to think of them as well. Is the, is this really what we should be focusing on? Shouldn't we go into something more complex like Romans or you know something <laughs> like that? Um, but really, the Ten Commandments, it's it is they can appear to be simple and they are simple. But they are so important. They, they, this is what God chose to display to His people uh, in the in the Old Testament in in the book of was it, it was Exodus, um, and, Exodus and Deuteronomy, and Deuteronomy. Exodus twenty mm-hmm. and Deuteronomy five is where we find all of them, all ten listed right. in those two places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so this was God obviously thought this was very important. This is how He He He's chosen to display His character and His standard to His people. And we see the Ten Commandments being echoed throughout the Bible um, in the principles that uh, Jesus taught himself. And and even himself, he said he didn't come to uh, nullify the law, the Ten Commandments. He came to fulfill them, but also to enable us to obey the Ten Commandments. Um, And so these things are very, very relevant for the Christian life. And this is why, and I think they're foundational 
They're very foundational. You know, Jordan, they really are, and it's very helpful for us to understand this, that, of course, these are these contain what we call God's moral law, mm-hmm. and the Ten Commandments, some, in a sense, summarize all the wisdom of the Word of God in these Ten Commands. Mm-hmm. They express the character of God, the heart of God, and the mind of God, but also these are ten, you could call them ten rules for abundant life as well. Mm-hmm. They teach us how to live the, the most blessed life we can, and every problem in the world is a, is a direct result of the violation mm-hmm. of the commandment and the wisdom behind those commandments. Every pro, You can't think of a, a problem or a difficulty or a, a, just anything that's going on in the world negative. It's a result of people violating one of the Ten Commandments. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. I mean, and you can see this clearly because it is so clearly laid out um, throughout e- each commandment. Really, if if we were taking these things to heart and we were living these things every day, like you said, the the blessing that we would see on our lives and the clo- the nearness that we would have to God in our Christian walk, I think it would be very evident. Um, what was the when 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 this was being um, in, in its first inception? What was why why did why was it the Ten Commandments that that this is all built around? <laughs> well, you know, uh, again, they they summarize the wisdom of the Word of God, but also it's God's moral law. And I think of this Jordan that, uh, and and this is captured actually. In fact, one of the young ladies that did a speech, she made this point beautifully. Uh, in order to, for example, the first commandment is. Uh, you should have no other gods before me. God's to be number one. Mm-hmm. Well, she pointed out that in order to keep that commandment, you first you got to get saved. Mm. Well, of course, you know, for people that might think, well, just learning God's moral law doesn't save you. Well, uh, receiving Christ is how we get saved. Mm-hmm. But it's the Holy Spirit that helps us to begin to learn the Word of God and to live the Word of God. Mm-hmm. And so the wisdom behind the Ten Commandments help us to live the abundant life mm-hmm. God is calling us to live. Well, I, I think of this very important truth. Um, it's doing spiritual warfare when you read the Word of God and obey the Word of God. Right. And just just an example, a sad story, um, true story, a young man in a large city went in a store, took something and took off. Mm. Well, an attendant in the store stepped out, shot him, mm. and he died. This young man was only 17 years old yeah. when he should have been just kind of beginning his life. It ended. But had a Sunday school teacher, had a parent or a Sunday school teacher or a pastor mm-hmm. taught him the Ten Commandments, that seed in his heart, God's Word affects our heart, our mind, our whole life. It affects our perspective on life. Mm-hmm. So to think, well, for someone to say, well, that's just an academic exercise, not at all. Right. God's Word is Jesus, and Jesus is His Word. When His Word is planted in our hearts, it changes us. Mm-hmm. So had someone taken the time with that young man, he might be alive today. Yeah. So teaching them to our children is so important, and it's a great mm. discipleship tool that God gave us. Kind of, it's, The Ten Commandments are like a God-ordained curriculum mm-hmm. for teaching us the basics about walking in the wisdom and the grace of God. Yeah. Uh, well, like Jordan, I myself was raised in church. Um, mm-hmm. I was put in Sunday school groups that very much pushed Scripture memory. Mm-hmm. And I know that even later on, though I didn't give my life to Christ until I was in my— um, until I started working here at AFA, which was a big push for me, you know, that it's what helped me along the way. Um, mm. 
every time I was, you know, try to condone sin or, or or think, you know, that this is not bad. I don't know why people think it's bad. Those those words would continue to come to me that I had mm-hmm. memorized all those years ago as a child. And um, so I may not have lived like a Christian from the beginning. Um, it may have taken a while for me to finally uh I don't know. I guess quit running and give up. Yeah. <laughs> I finally got tired of tired of running and and uh, running from Christ and running from the truth. But those words from my childhood stayed always stayed with me. I never forgot them. Mm-hmm. You know, once they were there, they were there, and they were just they were planted and they grew. And it may have taken a long time for them to grow. I may not have <laughs> wanted to nurture them the way I should have. But uh, I think scripture memory is very important mm-hmm. for children. God's word is seed, mm-hmm. and when it's planted, again, sometimes it may be dormant, but it's there. Right. And so it's wise for us to plant it in abundance in the hearts and the minds of our children. Right. And I love that you did you did touch on uh, the spiritual warfare aspect of this. Mm-hmm. Um, re- recently, I wrote an article for um, The Stand, and it was also uh, shared on our EngageMagazine.net. Um, it was on the idea of, this, of spiritual warfare in the life of the Christian, and it was— I, I, when I was reading my um, doing some of my uh, private devotional time in the, in the Bible, um, I came across the passage, and of course, I cannot remember that. I'm terrible at remembering references. That's that's one of the things. That's 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 an area of spiritual warfare I need to work on. Um, <laughs> Wesley's our reference. Yeah, guy. Re- when Wesley's not here, so I don't know. Um, but it, it, when when the, when Christ asked the disciples, "Who do you say I am?" Mm-hmm. and Peter, ever the spokesperson, stands mm-hmm. up and says, "You are." You know, you are the Christ. You are the Son of God, mm-hmm. and and uh, Jesus affirms this, and he says, um, "Upon this rock, I will build my church." And I believe he's speaking of upon that truth that you spoke, I will build my church. Mm-hmm. And the gates of Hades, the gates of hell, the power of sin and darkness mm-hmm. will not um, will not stand against you. Mm-hmm. And the idea of um, the, the 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 picture here of gates you know gates are not an offensive force gates are a defensive force mm-hmm. and so when the church is marching forward in spiritual warfare when individual christians are marching in spiritual warfare we're not on the defensive mm-hmm. we are sieging mm-hmm. the gates of hell that's right and mm-hmm. so it's a beautiful thing it's an it's an invigorating thing to think about okay when i'm teaching my children the 10 commandments mm-hmm. i am marching towards the gates of hell sieging it mm-hmm. and they won't withstand that and you're doing that in every – wherever you apply the word of God, that's what you're doing. That's right. Whatever fortress is there, you know, spiritually speaking, it mm-hmm. won't withstand the, the, the scripture. Now, whether that turns out to be someone gets saved or not, if mm-hmm. they just live through, throughout their lives as a lost person, but they're not able to get away from the word that you implanted there. Mm-hmm. It will have an effect, and I think that's an important thing to to remember when we're thinking about the spiritual warfare <clears throat> aspect of this. Mm-hmm. I think that's a that's a, a very important thing to remember. You know, Jordan, it really, really is because the reality is, like it or not, we deal with spiritual warfare twenty four hours a day. You know, some people may say, "Well, when you get up, you're dealing with the other. When you sleep, too, you're yeah. dealing with spiritual mm-hmm. warfare is going on all the time." Mm-hmm. Our chief weapon in all of life is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Well, so when a believer does little or nothing with the Word of God, it's like they go into battle every day without the, mm. their chief weapon. Right. And that's not smart. Right. That's, in fact, that's pretty dangerous, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. So, But on the other hand, when we become highly skilled at using the Word of God, planting it in our hearts and our minds, 
reading it, speaking it, standing on it, obeying it, putting it to work, we become uh, a major threat to the kingdom of darkness. And that's exactly what, the way we're to live, as a threat that tears down the kingdom of darkness every day. Mm. Wow. Um, so obviously this is very important for um, this the, this project, the Ten Commandments project, and uh, getting kids to, to recite them, to memorize them. Um, to send in their speeches, even mm-hmm. this is this is such a, a useful way to for for parents to to engage in this. Um, now, from your experience, when when families come together around the Word of God, and then parents are proactive in teaching and hiding it in the, the hearts of their children, have you you've seen have you seen benefits from this that of how the family grows together, even? Well, I I would say this like I recall uh, talking to a dad one day, whereas I was sh- I was encouraging him to let the children read to him mm. rather than he read mm. to the child, and for him that was kind of a major revelation because he thought in terms of reading. Well, the reality is sometimes when parents will do that, the children will sleep or they will daydream or they'll do whatever. I can testify to this. <laughs> But the reality is when the child reads, they have to engage mm-hmm. right. <laughs> because it, it involves their, their mind, their heart, their sight, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the beauty is God's word will work on you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm reminded of my youngest son when he was a child. I, of course, we, we had our kids to read the word of God as a, a, on a regular basis, on a daily basis. That was our, our goal. And I, I can recall in instances where the conversation would go something like this. Uh, Daniel, come read for dad. Dad, I'm tired. <laughs> Come read anyway. Dad, I don't feel like it. Come read anyway. So he comes and reads it. Dad, the only reason I'm reading is because you're making me. <laughs> and there's attitude all in his voice. But I don't know if it ever failed to happen mm-hmm. this way. He'd start reading and attitude is all in his voice. But after a while, the attitude melts. Mm-hmm. And after a while, his his words be, he would stop reading because he may say, why did he say that? Mm-hmm. What did that really mean? In other words, without meaning to, the word starts working on his mind and his heart while he's reading. That's the power of the word of God. It wow. works on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm thinking too about these speeches that that people are having the opportunity to to do and send in. What are some of the parameters, just practically speaking, on um, what we're looking for when people do these? Well, again, we're inviting the young people to write a speech about one of the Ten Commandments. And um, we're not really uh, – the suggested length is three to five minutes. Mm-hmm. However, we'll take them for whatever length the sure. child uh, uh, makes the speech to be. Uh, but the goal is that they would spend time reading and meditating on it, mm-hmm. pray about it, and then write the speech. On the other hand, if a young person says, well, I don't know how to write a speech, but I want to get involved in the project. Well, we invite the parents to help them, or grandparent, or mm-hmm. someone. Or if they say, well, I don't have anybody n- nearby that can help. Can you help? Well, I'll, I'm willing to help, too. I'm, uh, in other words, even if we help them put together the speech or put the speech together for them, they still have to engage the speech and engage the Word of God as they read and work on practicing the speech. Mm-hmm. So either way, the Holy Spirit will work on them as they are either working on it or as they're presenting the speech as well. And God's Word is powerful in and of itself. You know, because I think of this, Jordan, just today on the broadcast, I interviewed a gentleman who's actually a medical doctor, mm-hmm. strong Christian man, but when he first... Uh, became a doctor, he was not a Christian. And he told of there was a time in which he became very ill and part of his illness involved insomnia. He couldn't sleep. Mm. So he just started reading different things and he read this and that. Then he decided, well, let me read the Bible. And he started reading and reading. And after a while, he came to realize that the Spirit of God was speaking to him and mm. he just realized 
this God must be real. And he said the next Sunday, he went to church and gave his life to Christ. Mm -hmm. He said he heard the gospel for the first time that Sunday, but it started as he started reading and engaging God's word. It started working on his mind and his heart. That's the power of God's word. It works on you in a good way, pointing you to and leading you to Christ. Wow. And, I mean, that just goes to that goes to tell you, I mean, it's never a waste of time. Mm-mm. It really is not. And I mean, God tells him, God himself says it does not. He sends out his word and it does not return to him void. That's right. It always mm-hmm. accomplishes the purpose that he set it for. So what an encouragement really for a parent. I mean, I have two little ones. Okay. I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old. Mm-hmm. They're a little, they're a little young to mm-hmm. really engage with a project like this. Um, we're doing our best with some Bible memory verse songs and stuff. The things, some of the ones that I grew up with, even so, it's it's really awesome to hear them singing this, even like when they're you know in the bathroom or something, and in the back seat of the car, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. amazing. But um, it's such an encouragement to me to to hear uh, testimonies like that of the power of the word and and how not only am I able to you know, engage with that myself and to wake up in the morning or whenever time I'm able to sit down and, 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 and read and, and really, um, come close to God and his word, but also to be able to pass that along to my kids and to Mm -hmm. expose them to that and really get them well acquainted with, um, the Bible. It's such a privilege. It really is. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I mean we we don't serve a God who's stingy with his with his grace and we don't really ever have to worry about yeah well I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to present the word to my to my children but you know what I don't really know if it's worth it or worth the effort or if it will even have an effect it will have an effect That's right. It will and you mm-hmm. just have to trust that God is a good God like he yeah. says he is. And, so, and so you have these kids, they're working on these speeches, mm-hmm. and then they're going out and interacting with their friends at school and, at, you know, in other places in their neighborhood. And that um, will have an effect on those kids. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. these kids will. And then you have these T-shirts that are going out. Oh, yeah. Walking all over the place with the Ten Commandments on your shirt. <laughs> that's and that's going to draw some attention, too. And so that's just more more getting Scripture out there in front of people's eyes. People are seeing that. And, wow. and you know, some people may roll their eyes at it. And then some people may roll their eyes at it and then go home and immediately start looking up Scripture. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it, it, you know they may not want you to know that. But some people, you know, they'll become affected mm-hmm. by those words and then they'll have to go look it up. So there's no telling how many people you can reach. Mm-hmm. You know, great, great effect, yeah. and and I think of this too. Like there was uh, one church in particular that took the project and really ran with it, and they did teaching over a period of weeks with their kids. And the pastor's wife shared some wonderful testimonies of how that she she heard testimonies like uh, one or more child would say something like, "Well, you know, I used to go to the store and I used to shoplift, but I I stopped mm-hmm. doing that." And one little kid said something along the line of, well, I used to get my mom's credit card and blow it up, but I don't do that anymore. <laughs> good. <laughs> well, again, the word has an effect. Mm, yeah. So so it's it's good for us to know that there's nothing our children need more than the word of God. Right. So um, in regards to this project, obviously the great prize here is memorizing the word of God and That's meditating right. on it. But there are a few other incentives that we have here. So what are what are some of the for the for the speeches we have? Uh, some prizes. We do. Um, for first place, the first place winner will receive an $150 gift. Mm. Second place, $125. Third place, $100. Fourth place, $80. And fifth place, $60. Every participant, though, of course, will receive a uh, 
a T-shirt, a mm-hmm. Ten Commandments T-shirt as well. And uh, I would mention to Jordan that uh, I've had a number of the speeches to be shared on our broadcast mm-hmm. so far. My goal is to have every single speech shared yeah. on the broadcast too. So it's an opportunity for young people to get on national radio as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and also for those that are able to, I'm able to schedule it with, I like to have the young people to, to talk and share about their journey in writing the speech and how it's affected them, how they feel like it may mm-hmm. affect their peers. Because it's, these kids have great answers and great responses and really encouraging things to share about how this has been a good thing for them to be involved with as well. Yeah. yeah. And for any of the kids who have sent in their speeches and they want to share their speech being on, you know, live radio, you can go to engage. I mean, you can go to engagemagazine.net and you can find this podcast with all the information, but then you can go to afr.net where you can find the hour of intercession. You can go and you can share that podcast on social media, share it with all your friends and and say, look, here I am. I have, I'm on radio. Right. Yeah, right. That's right. That's yeah. right. And of course, for people that inquire, like if some young people say, well, can I get a CD of myself on that broadcast? Well, they sure can. Just <laughs> let us know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And feel free to share that with your friends. And um, so where can people go to get involved? Where do they need to send their speeches? Where do they need to um, sign up? Whatever they have to do. Well, again, we're asking each young person to, uh, once they've uh, written out their speech, to videotape themselves sharing the speech and send us a link. Mm-hmm. Send it to my email, jparker at afa.net. Again, that's jparker at afa.net. And we'll receive the video. And, of course, be, uh, we want you to get in touch with us and let us know uh, when you you will be available to come on the broadcast as well because our goal is to have every single speech shared on the broadcast, mm-hmm. the Hour of Intercession, as well. And so there will actually be a number of opportunities for the young people to share their speeches. And also, you know, Jordan and Cedra, something I, I'm wanting to challenge every young people person to do as well is Ask your pastor, can you share your speech during Sunday morning service and or Sunday school and or Bible study? Mm. And, you know, I think many a pastor, I know for myself as a pastor, I would love to have every (laughs) child in the church say, hey, pastor, can I share a speech on the Ten Commandments? If if we had say a hundred kids that asked me, we'd have a hundred speeches. Now, not all in one Sunday necessarily. (laughs) Spread them out a little. Spread them out. Mm -hmm. But putting them to work because it's a great way to put children to work in the kingdom of God. It's a great act, it's a it's a great discipleship uh, tool for them both to participate in, mm-hmm. but also when that when your congregation hears a young people sh- young person sharing, mm-hmm. it'll bless every child in there and every adult as well. And the fact is to listen to some of the speeches we've gotten so far, not only are these kids preaching to each other, they're preaching to grown folks too. There you go. Some heavy, very good speeches. Good. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So yes, to get involved, uh, record your speech and uh, send it to jparker at afa.net. You're about to get a lot of emails. <laughs> all right. Okay. We, we can't so. get yeah. too many. So Right, right. <laughs> all right. So thank you all for tuning in again. Thank you, Ms., uh, Pastor Joseph, for, for being with us today. And thank you. And until next week, guys, continue to share truth and apply scripture. 